Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 171 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is goals for 2023. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the 2023 dominatrix, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? I don't know if I've ever been called that before. Mm. That's interesting. This is going to be an interesting year. <laughs> As I it think per- you just set the tone for There the you year. go. There you go. I hope it's perked you up for this episode. It's going to be an exciting one, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. How am I doing? Usual, it's a new year. I'm still stressed. So, but that, that hasn't changed. I haven't changed much. So, um, we had a really fucking busy uh, end of the 2022 year. Um, in my household and with my businesses um, at iHeartSafic, we had a scramble. We had a mad scramble at the end to host the last sale of 2022, and we had to finalize all 100 categories and books in the 2023 reading challenge. And let me tell you, it was a squeaker. It's always a squeaker. Uh, we barely got the email out before the end of the year to the um, authors. I had intended on sending out that email before Christmas and then um, that did not happen but we sent it out on December 30th <laughs> so we didn't do it on the first so um, at least you know we got it out there we got it scheduled that's me round of yes. applause round of applause yes yes so um, now we're getting into the groove with this year's reading challenge which now has two categories per week we launched the first week yesterday and um, it did not go smoothly <laughs> Does it ever when you start a new project, though? Um, we had some weirdness on the website. I guess there was some uh, updates over the weekend that caused some weird issues because whenever there's, like, an update, it causes problems on other things. But we got it all fixed, um, so that's exciting. So we were able to launch the first week. Um, we're expanding other features on iHeartSafic, and we've also figured out the right mixture of paid advertising for each month after running a lot of beta tests. Let me tell you something. I have been living and dreaming in Excel spreadsheets for months now, and I do not like it. I don't like, especially when they have formulas. Math. Yes, Form- formulas uh, are, you know, I can do basic ones, but other than that, then I just have to call my wife. And she comes and does like quick fingers on the keyboard and, and goes, there you go. And I go, thanks. I, I call Miranda, who does have an, uh, a master's in business, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, I broke it, and she's like, stop touching it. <laughs> oh, thoughts and prayers, Miranda, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> that should be like the daily motto for poor Miranda, where I'm, I call her every day, and I'm like, uh, do you want the good news or bad news? <laughs> she's like, what's the good news? I'm like, still alive. <laughs> That's all I can say. So yeah, I tend to break things a lot and she has to fix it. And she's always so patient, which is amazing. So on the writing front, I'm working on a couple of projects right now. One is a co-write with Miranda and the other, which is also a co-write, but it's um, season two of the A London Love Story, which is a series on Kindle Vela. And um, can I just mention that Vela is still only available in the US. Amazon, what up with that? 
Yeah, I mean, what are their intentions with Kindle Vella? I hear this a lot on a few different podcasts and uh, I don't really understand why they haven't rolled it out, you know, at least to a few other countries. They really should have gotten to that by now because it's over a, it's a year, right? It's a year, so... It's well over a year. Over a year. So I don't I don't understand it. So when, when are they going to push on with it or are they going to stop it? Are they just going to let it slowly die? Or that, yeah. Which is a shame because there are a lot of authors who are excited about it and mm. wanted to reach like different audiences, the audiences who like small portions at a time, the, the people who like the um, the microblogging or the stories mm-hmm. on Radish. And, I mean, there are other yeah. platforms. It wasn't like they were like reinventing. It wasn't like they were inventing something no, completely out of the blue. No, there the, was a yeah. there was a platform they could have used. But no, so they're just letting it, I don't know what's going on. So, um, but anyhow, we have started working on the second season, which is kind of nice because um, it allows me to go back to London, at least in my head. So that's always nice to go back to my happy place. Mm-hmm. All the fond memories before all the shit that's happened in the past few years. Yeah, <laughs> this is pre-Brexit, right? When London was a sunshine place. Oh, it was pre like COVID. It was pre like all of the astronomical uh, expenses and runaway inflation and all the strikes and mm. you know just when Happy I days. still I still fondly remember 2012 in London. Oh, 2012 was 20... such a fantastic year. <laughs> that is another world now. I think we I think we dreamt it. I, I honestly have to stop and be like. Was I just oblivious to everything going on around me? Was were, were people just not happy and nice? Was I completely in a cloud because I just moved there? Was it a different experience for everyone else? And I'm like, it was wonderful. <laughs> it so, was. Yeah, it's it hard was. to imagine. Yeah. All right. So in news, um, last weekend we had a lovely winter day. It was cold, but the sky was a beautiful blue colored. And um, I just had to get outside. The sun was out, even though it was cold. Uh, I love those winter days where the the sun is bright yellow, the the sky is a dark blue, and it you you when you breathe, you get all the cold air into your lungs. I love those crisp, clear winter days. And so I ended up meeting uh, Miranda in Concord for breakfast, and then we went through a stroll through Sleepy Hollow Cemetery in Concord. It's the final resting place of many authors, including. Louisa May Alcott, Nathaniel Hawthorne, and Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'm sure there are others. But it's just a lovely spot. It was a lovely day. And it was just what I needed because we had a stressful start. We had a stressful end and then a stressful start (laughs) here. And I've also been going for some hikes, which has been a fun challenge between the ice, mud, and a small stream I now have to ford in my waterproof boots to get to the other side. But I kind of like that. Good. That's what I want you to do. When you said you you were conquering, no, you went to Concord. Is that right? Concord. I went to Concord. Right. Okay. But being British, I've no idea. I've no idea about Concord. But it sounded like you were doing conquers, and I thought you were. I thought you were meeting Miranda to play conquers. And I was like, that's a weird thing to do. But maybe this is a New Year's resolution. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What's that? Right. You see, <laughs> lost in translation. <laughs> uh, they're chest- chestnuts. There used to be a game. Anyway, carry on. I think punkers here are like a shellfish, but here ago we we have a massive bridge between us, or a massive gulf between us and our communication skills being American and British. Yeah, which is amazing. But anywho, um, that pretty much rounds out my life. I'm super stressed. I have writing going on, and I'm enjoying winter days. 
How are things over on your side of the pond? Well, you know, I just thought uh, we haven't said Happy New Year to everyone. So I know it's a bit late. This is coming out on January the 16th, but Happy New Year. So over here, I am, by the time this goes out, my football book, TB, will be at the editor. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it now. I'm confident it's going to happen. I, I've really had to knuckle down uh, in the new year. So we had a lovely Christmas. Um, I, I didn't do, I did a lot of other things around sort of uh, before Christmas, but, and I did some work on the book. Uh, but I think, you know, when you've got other things and you know you haven't got a, a long stretch of days to work on something, my mind couldn't get over that. So, and then I took off between Christmas and New Year, because I normally do, and we went away for New Year and that was lovely, but then I came back and I have worked every single day since uh, January the 2nd. So even the weekend, get me, I never work weekends, but. How do you not work on weekends ever? How is that possible? Well, not like ever. I was excited to take a half day off last weekend. (laughs) Yeah, but you kind of have two jobs, right? Because you've got the writing job and then you've got the IELTS Africa job, which is a full-time job. So it doesn't not surprising. Both full-time jobs. Yes, yes. two of those. Yes. Yeah, you need to just get one. That's the trick. So um, yeah, so I, I, yeah, so I've been working very hard at the beginning of the year, and uh, I can see an end in sight. So by the time this comes out, it will it will be at the editor. I'm very confident. It's actually due there today. It's not going to happen today, but I'm hoping. I think Thursday might lead to Friday, but we'll see. We're recording on Tuesday. Do you know what? When I look back on my year, I started this book on the last day of August, so it's been a, a long time in the works. But the problem with it, as we've said before many times on this podcast, I've started it and I've stopped it, and that was all about last year and the issues I had with my health and, and stuff like that. So I can't be too hard on myself, but getting back into it and I can see where I started and stopped and the disparate parts don't quite fit together. So I've had to stitch it all back together. But I've worked, you know, it just goes to show you if you want to get back on track with something and it's a, it's a, it was a big project, right? It was 80, 85,000 words when I started on it. I've cut a lot. Um, we're we're about we're I'm at about eighty eight thousand now, so I've cut a lot, but I've added um, necessary words back in as well. So I think I wrote I wrote five thousand words yesterday. So I'm I've been having to rewrite completely rewrite scenes and stuff like that. So it's been a lesson <laughs> again, and we keep having to learn it every bloody year. Um, when you start a project, just keep going until you get to the end of the first draft because then the first draft will at least hang together because the problem is I didn't finish the first draft and I kept coming back and chopping and changing. So lesson, remind me of it next time I step away from a first draft, will you? I'll try, but I do think you should add a new description to your job, writing surgeon. You said you were stitching it back together, writing surgeon. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good descriptor, right? We do that every time we go back in. And you know what? I was thinking about, I, I remember one podcast, you said to me that it, basically writing is solving a puzzle. And I said to you, I don't really like puzzles, but, but more and more this week I've been thinking, I'm bloody solving a puzzle, aren't I? TV was right. Damn her. Anyway, there you go. Ah, every once in a while. Every <laughs> You were right. What else have I been doing? Um, I did do just just to get a little bit of um, downtime from it. I just I also did a blog to go with this episode. So if you want to see uh, what my goals for twenty twenty three are written down, go head on over to my website www.clairelyden.co.uk. There's a, a a blog there ready and waiting. 
And it's not in my goals. It's just going to be a casual goal to do at least one blog a month, but I'm not putting it actually in my goals. I've, every time I do that, I don't achieve it. So it's just kind of in my head. And I've, I haven't even put it on my schedule. So that's another thing I, I managed to do this year. I managed to schedule my 2020 three so I always do this at the beginning of the year I do a color-coded schedule on Excel your fave you know I'm being fairly lenient on myself after last year but it feels good to have it written down and one of the one of the things I don't know if you've had this a lot you're not really a social media bunny uh, are you I, I like to think of you as a bunny but I've been on my niece right she she um, we have we share a lot in common she loves to read and she loves stationery uh, and she got this beautiful year new year planner right like every day and, and it was just it was beautiful and it came really well packaged in a lovely box with tissue paper and all that so she was showing it on an instagram story so i commented and then i liked it and now all i keep getting served is a uh, planner porn on instagram like you know because they think i'm the perfect candidate to buy a planner you think i might be but i'm not i've never in my life had a like followed a written diary i do tend to follow a schedule on excel so for me it's better on there but you know uh, <laughs> tv has just shown me her planner and it's called it's got a little lamb on the front and it's called lammies in jammies and goats in coats do you want to tell us a little bit about that <laughs> what's it got inside it <laughs> Each week has a new photo of a lamb in a sweater or jammies and a goat or a goat. And it's like the most delightful thing. I like to open it up because I usually don't like to be organized, but I like to open it up to see what the photo is. And yeah. it's, trying, it's a way to help me organize myself a bit better because I'm like, ooh, what cute photo is it going to be yeah. this week? Um, yeah, you know, I should be the ideal candidate for a planner, but I'm not. So there you go. Uh, but I have been... I have been having a lovely time sort of looking at all the planners and thinking I should really like them, but there's no point. Get it. I wouldn't look at it, so no point. Other thing I did this week, ahead of schedule, I had it on my planner for next week, but I bought a new laptop. I haven't yet opened it because I've been too focused on getting this book done and I'm not going to open it until... Um, I need to but this laptop was stuttering a little bit so I got a little bit scared so I have transferred everything to the cloud uh, and just in case it blew up um, I thought I'd better buy a new laptop so but that was a big deal so um, uh, it, I bought it it's it's here so I'm ahead of schedule on that one that's that's cool eh? it's always kind of a bit scary when your trusted laptop starts to do the like I don't know if you're getting like the blue screen of death or just slowness or whatever but um, it always makes my heart stop and then also, it makes my heart stop when the new one arrives and you have to set it all up oh, because it's don't. like a day-long process. <laughs> don't, don't. That's me next week. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Now, do you know what? My blue screen of death, I don't know if you remember when me, you and Harper were writing the Village Romance series and we used to have like calls on it. And I don't know if you remember, but a couple of times my laptop just went blue screen and I died. That's the same laptop I've got now. So it's never blue screened again since then, but it's just getting slower. So I know I've had it five years. It's done really well. So I just bought the same brand. Other than that, um, since I look, since we last spoke, which is like the second week of December, we had a lovely time. Uh, we had a lovely festive time. We went to High Winter Wonderland in Hyde Park, which was lovely. I saw. I love that. Did you have mulled wine for me? We did. We had mulled wine. We had mulled cider. We went to the Bavarian village and we sang along with some German techno uh, with an old guy in um, in clogs and spandex. It was very bizarre but very fun. We saw a fantastic singer-songwriter Philippa, uh, who's one of my readers. So hello, if you're listening. She was fantastic on one of the stages. 
so yeah it was good and um we didn't go on any of the rides not really our, our kind of thing but it was nice to just go and have a look we went on a monday afternoon so we avoided the crowds but it was on the day that it snowed so it was very very festive so we were a winter wonderland in a natural winter wonderland so that was great we also went to a festive sing-along at one of the soho's um sort of underground bars so that was really cool uh yeah and then we spent new year in a, a lovely hotel on the south coast so yeah and then now in january I am trying to get back on track with things, so I'm going to the gym and that, but I'll come I'll come to that uh, in our goals. So yeah, it's been a good start to the year. Uh, you know me, I love January, so I'm embracing it. And uh, next week, uh, when this comes out, um, that week I'll be off to Whitstable. So usual January vibes. Comments, comment monitor, what you got? Up first, we have Melina Mackay, the uh, wonderful author Melina Mackay commented this podcast is wonderful an amazing resource for full-time and part-time authors and claire and tv provide great publishing advice and awesome banter not to be missed so thank you very much for listening we appreciate it and then this kind of goes with your comment earlier that uh i'm not the social media bunny (laughs) i like that i'm a bunny now I can go with that. I saw this. I did check our uh, Twitter account for the podcast, and I saw a comment from Cincy Girl, and I couldn't remember if I said it or if you said it or not, so we're just going to repeat it um, because it was a nice comment. And uh, Cincy Girl said, TV and Claire have a beautiful friendship with awesome content. So that was very nice. And I'm sorry if I hadn't come uh, mentioned it because that was from, like, early December. How about you? Do you have comments on that site? I do, because I did a little uh, sort of uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter post about our podcast uh, in December. So we got a few more comments. So uh, Alicia Gale writes on Twitter, said she loves the podcast. So thank you for that. Lisa Elliott also commented and said it's one of her favourites and it's got her through many a gym session. So uh, keep keep running on that treadmill, Lisa. Um, and on Facebook, Jay said she ha- she's still yet to catch up on the pod, but it's lovely to know you listen, Jay. Claire Louise said she loves it, as did our favourite pecan farmer, Denise, who said it was entertaining and informative. And Zoe said it was her most listened podcast of, of 2022. And Terry said she loves it too. So a lot of love, TB, when I put up a post about it, which was lovely. A nice start to the new year. I mean, it'll help me combat my stress, but I think I'm just that stress person. I think that's like the running theme in my life when I look back on things. I'm always stressed. I hate to yeah. say it, but yeah. Okay. That's my personality. <laughs> coffee? Sadly, no coffee updates, but we also didn't have any podcasts. True, so. true, true. <laughs> Remember, you can always buy us a coffee if you want to. Okay, let's get on to the topic at hand, which is our goals for 2023. TB, how do you want to do this? Um, I, I, I've cut, I've chopped it up into categories as normal. So shall I start? Do you want to start? Well, can I just say that for, considering I am the stress type, why are you making me talk about my 2023 goals? You know this is just going to be stress-inducing for me. <laughs> it will be, but it won't be as stress-inducing as our uh, to-do list. That episode was the most stress-inducing, I think. But um, go ahead. Why don't you kick us off? Because I think you're the one that's a bit more organized even though sadly you don't have a lammies and jammies uh day planner which is i don't sadness all around everyone should have some type of happiness every day yeah yeah okay so 2023 i guess really you know when i've thought about what i was going to do this year 
uh, it would be to you know sort of trot out the normal things I'm going to write this amount of books I'm going to write publish this amount of audiobooks I'm going to do this amount of translations and that is still true but what I'm doing this year is I'm putting my health and well-being at the top of the list so it's always been like four or n number four or five but after last year when my um, physical and mental health suffered I have decided that that's going to be number one and if the other things fall by the wayside a little bit then say la vie so that's my starting point uh so i think i think maybe what i'm saying is i'm coming a bit around more around to your your way of thinking i think you did this after your year of ill health didn't you after 2020 yeah, yeah. i decided that i hated goals mm. i hated the pressure and mm. um you don't know what the year's gonna hold and you're just setting yourself up for failure so this fun <laughs> episode yeah yeah <laughs> So we haven't got any. That's what we're basically saying, though. I have still got, but I'm not. I, I guess what I mean is, yeah, I completely understand what you, where you, where you were coming from. I suppose I've always been quite gung ho about goals that they, because they do actually motivate me. But I suppose I've put things down on my schedule, so you know, all the goals are fed into the schedule. But I'm also aware that things can change, so I'm a little bit more flexible. Actually, I suppose I've probably said that before. Um, but you know, after last year, I know things can change. So, first, first category: health and well-being. It's my number one. So, how? Uh, what am I going to do, and how am I doing? Yes, we're two weeks in. How am I doing? So, the first one is to do regular yoga and fitness classes. Um, that's what I'm doing at the moment now. Um, I've I've decided I don't want to do personal training anymore. I'm going to the gym and doing fitness classes, which is working quite well at the moment. Um, I started doing this a bit in December as well. So at the moment we've got all the usual January influx of people with their New Year's resolutions. So the classes are a bit more full, but I'm hoping they might clear out by February. Um, so I'm doing classes at uh, 11:15 and 12:15 most days. So it's me and all the retired people so it's quite it's quite nice <laughs> one of the youngest in most of the classes you're hoping everyone else fails on their resolutions so the class is less full oh god yeah 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 i mean you know i've been a regular gym girl all my life and i always hate january you know like when i used to go and just do my own workouts because the gym got so full i used to i used to stop going in january actually and just wait till february because you know that half the at least well probably 75 percent of the people are not coming back after january uh, you know, I went to a body pump class uh, on Saturday lunchtime and I went to book it again today on Tuesday and it's already full. I'm just like, oh, God, January, why I order? But anyway, so yeah, <laughs> so far, um, my January goal for yoga and fitness is going well. I did a core conditioning class today, so that was good. The other thing is I'm going to take control of, of my well-being. So basically, when you think of well-being, it's the shed method. So sleep, hydration, exercise and diet is that right sleep hydration exercise and diet yeah so getting getting good sleep drinking two liters of water a day eating well regular exercise i'm doing all that two weeks down only 50 to go the other thing is planning trips and retreats to look forward to and I, and I think i don't know if i've said this before but i do think that planning and anticipating trips is just as, as exciting as going on them it's all part of it the anticipation the the thinking oh i've got that to look forward to it really does matter actually that's one thing that i learned a few years ago um so we're gonna plan all our trips i think this weekend so that's that's exciting and i'm gonna try and um i think hire a coach again i did this five years ago 
hired a business coach, it made a huge difference. And I think I need to do it again. Um, I have tried, I did try to hire somebody in December, but uh, they didn't get back to me. Sad times, TB. It's like, it's like my narrators, they keep losing their voice. Um, hopefully I will find a coach. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe my reputation precedes me, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I try not to take it personally, but you know. So they are my well-being goals. There you go. Um, I will. I will skip ahead. I put health last on the list, which is not a good sign. But I will skip ahead and talk about my health goals. Okay. That's where you started. All right. Here, here I am pivoting already in 2023. My favorite word. So, um, so I have a confession. One thing I must absolutely stop doing in 2023 is buying cookie dough, which is my way of admitting that I'm back on the cookie dough. I take the habit in 2022. I wasn't, I didn't buy it at all. I didn't sit on my couch and eat raw cookie dough while watching telly. Um, that was not the case at the end of this year. I was super stressed with the reading challenge and the sale and life. And um, I was weak and I bought cookie dough and then it just kept, I just kept buying it, so I need to stop the cookie dough. Step away from the cookie dough. I just have this much left in one tube and then I'm done. <laughs> you know, that's a bit like me. I've got one mince pie and enough custard to go over it, in the, so, and, then I'm, and then I'm done. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, um, but in, in serious news, um, I also want to get more exercise this year. I'm getting closer to that half century mark believe it or not, and I really have to start taking my health uh, more seriously because I don't have as much time as I probably would like to undo some damage from the cookie dough, <laughs> and I want to be able to uh, keep doing the things I enjoy doing, which is writing, traveling, spending time with loved ones, reading fabulous books, enjoying life, hiking, all the things, and um, when you are in poor health, it's hard to enjoy any of those aspects. So I want to uh, put my health and my exercise and my mental health uh, at the center of things. Very good. I think they, those and, are goals we're both going for, basically. Yes. And, uh, well, do you have to kick the cookie dough habit? I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> cookie dough is not a big thing over here. I think we've had this discussion before. I don't understand. You don't cook it. You just eat it raw. Originally, when I first bought it, I did cook it, and then I eat less because I would just like cook like two cookies and have it as like my dessert, and mm. I did better. And then um, the stress got to me, and I didn't have a lot of time, and I was working really late from early morning to really late. And then um, I was like, "Oh, I'd like some cookies, but I'm to make up so let's eat the raw dough." <laughs> See, I don't understand that. Uh, a, I think it's a very American thing, but you can make cookie dough and then eat it. Mm. I know they do sell it over there because um, I ate it there too. Right, so, okay. so you have it. <laughs> it doesn't sound appealing. I'm not going to go and get it. That's my feelings about mince pie. There you I go. never got onto the you mince see. pie. <laughs> so, just, uh, just not my thing, the mince pie. But you can have all the mince pie and I can have all the cookie dough there when we're in heaven and we no longer have to worry about dying because we're dead. Oh my God. Are we dying this year? God, I didn't put that on my bloody schedule. <laughs> I just binged all the seasons of The Good Place. So, did you ever watch that one? Mm, yeah, I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. I've, so, I've so seen every season. Fantastic. So, if I talk about death, it's because I just finished watching that season. Right, got it. <laughs> all right, so what's the next topic so I can pivot with you? All right. So, I've actually put writing next. 
seeing as that's what that's you know the main bit of our business you know so okay so right yeah uh, oh yeah (laughs) we are lesbians who write tv did you know so my vague goal you know it's loosey-goosey is to write three books i think you know basically that's always my goal uh, every year to write three books and sometimes I go oh maybe I can write four and normally you know I think I have written four a couple of times but I never published four so last year I wrote two and a half maybe three and published two so my goals are football book by the time this comes out it'll be at the editor Hurrah! so if I don't get that out this year um something's gone really wrong okay uh London romance series is mince, book- pies. mince pies yeah <laughs> I've died from a mince pie overdose yeah there are worse ways to go, you know. The second book I'm going to be writing is London Romance Book 9. Yes, I'm finally going to finish the damn series this year. This is one that got bumped off the list last year. Sorry, uh, London Romance lovers. I've written 20,000 words of this book. I will reread another one that I started and stopped. When will I learn? I will reread and see if there's stuff to salvage because I'm not sure. I will go back, but I, but I am also looking forward to um, finishing this one because you know it's been this is the series that's been with me since the start and book nine is definitely the end I might do a Christmassy London book I'm not sure but you know definitely that and then the third book I don't know I've got a couple of ideas um, they're not fully formed but I'm just kicking them around but um, yeah so that's my three books that I'm going to be writing this year you're going to be writing the footy or are you going to be finishing the footy book you're going to finish the london book and you're going to start a brand new shiny object yes so um i've just asked our neighbor to stop sanding his door so i apologize for the slight uh sort of droning sound that was just come but he's going to finish it by hand so thanks neil i wouldn't fly in the u.s <laughs> if i went to my neighbor and be like i'm doing a podcast episode could you be quiet <laughs> They, our neighbour's very nice, very lovely man. Right, so you're you're writing, <laughs> writing in 2023 TV. What you got? Okay, so um, I I sent a message to Miranda and asked like what was our plan for the year, um, because she is the keeper of the uh, production calendar in the, uh, the an Excel spreadsheet, and I just really don't like it, so I don't open it. And then she just started listing titles, and then I was like wait, you expect me to add? So I'm going to say I have a handful of co-writes planned with Miranda. I didn't want to add the number. Um, There will be at least one Lizzie story. And do you remember the Zoom sprints I started doing Hmm. last November for Nano? Yes. Well, I've become good friends with Adrian J. Smith, and um, we have continued to Zoom sprints. We still get together each day and do writing together, um, not just with Adrian, but there's uh, other people who come and go during the sprints. And um, we have decided, Adrian and I, to do a co-write this year. So networking works, people. Networking works. Mm-hmm. So that is my loosey-goosey plan. I don't have numbers in mind. <laughs> um, I know who I'm co-writing with. And I know there will be a Lizzie story, but other than that, I'm kind of a blank slate. Okay, so we're all like some books. Yeah, some books. We're going to be writing some books, everyone. Um, so you're just going to be doing a Lizzie book on your own and then some co-writes with other people. Is that right? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. So with publishing, um, I will be publishing, um, I'm hoping, my football book in under nine. Beyond that, we'll see. Uh, I will also be publishing some new translations. I have gotten, I have gotten, I've turned American. Hey, I've gotten um, two German 
books coming out this year I think I'm not sure uh, one Bra same with Brazilian Portuguese I'm not sure I think there's one coming out in January but you know when it's other people doing it I'm never quite sure when they're coming out um, and I've got one in Italian uh, again I've no dates for these and they might slip so um, intention I think so vaguely some books <laughs> I've got some books coming out in translation we also, uh, Brandon and I, are working on getting some of our popular books in the German marketplace. Um, we're going the indie route on the German translation. And so it'll involve some research with translators and editors. And I, it makes me nervous because I won't know what the final product's actually going to be. I mean, I know it's going to be like a book. It's kind of weird hitting a publish button. I, I imagine it's going to be kind of weird hitting a publish button on a book that I literally can't read. Yes, uh, I did it last year with my Italian book. <laughs> it's very strange, very strange. I actually had to ring someone, uh, Joanna Penn, you know Joanna Penn, the indie publishing guru uh, who I know because she's the she was the person I knew who, who'd done her own translation. So I, because I wasn't sure how do I do it? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, do I go onto the Italian site and do it on there or do I do it on the English language site and just say it's an Italian? But yeah, it's just all done on your, on your normal KDB KDP dashboard, but it is really weird doing it yourself. Yeah, so that's that's a fun project for the year. Publish something, I have no idea what's inside. That's exci <laughs> that's exciting though, because you've had translations on your uh, thing, haven't you, for a while? So it's exciting to get going on. Yeah, I wanted to do it last year, but then we ended up redoing the website, and there was just so much like that you can only handle so much at a time without you know. I'm already stressed, people. <laughs> Oh, by the way, doing your own translations where you've no idea what it says, not stressful at all. <laughs> I don't believe you. Was that sarcasm? <laughs> Maybe it might have been. Anyway, right, okay. So um, next category, podcasting and audio. So we, we are planning to carry this on, this show, you'll be pleased to know, uh, every other week for the foreseeable future. So for, we, we hope that you're excited about that, we're excited about that. And this year I plan to get, um, I think, three new audiobooks out. Um, so there'll be The Football Book, London Nine, and The Christmas Catch, which I was hoping to get out last year but didn't quite manage it. So um, I think I will be doing it because I wasn't sure about doing Christmas books in audio, but I did Christmas in Mistletoe last year and it, and it sold pretty well. So it convinced me that getting Christmas books done in audio is a good thing. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's a bit easier to say, actually, that... Uh, these three will come out this year because I'm pr I'm fairly sure they will come out as books so as audiobooks as well and now I've got my audiobook proofer in place audiobook publishing is a breeze TB well apart from all my narrators keep losing their voice but you know apart from that on the audiobook front on my side um I know I will commission some audio this year. I honestly don't know the number right now because I don't know how many books I'm publishing. So um, it's going to depend on my publication schedule. So as of now, it is a big open spot on my calendar of I don't know people. Okay. There, I hope there will be audio, but go back to your Christmas in audio. They are good because each year you get a bump in those sales. Mm. It's kind of fun to see. Like, they don't, they, they, you know, they you'll get like one or two throughout a month, but then when, no, like, October, November, December hits, they really pick up, and it's kind of nice. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that book. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, 
Uh, I wasn't. I really wasn't sure, but um, Christmas and Mr. Swears convinced me. So yay. Okay. Um, so w w when you're saying, by the way, that you haven't, you don't know how many books you've got. So does that mean you haven't booked all your editor spots for the year? Because you're normally like way ahead of this game, aren't you? I do have editing spots booked, but not as many as normal. We cut way back. So um, we'll see. And then we have another editor we can work with who who is easier to schedule at the moment, or at least she has been. I hope she still is. But um, yeah, we are going a little looser this year because um, all the deadlines, I'm getting gray. Yes, that's good. I'm glad you're going a bit looser because you had a lot yes. of deadlines last year. Okay, so business. Business is my next category. One of them, my first one, is to uh, do some regular, do regular price promotions on other sites. So um, these are, it's, it's not exactly, obviously we do price promotions with iHeartSafic and I do prom price promotions with Jay's, um, the all the stuff that Jay does, but this is more like do them on other sites. So, and also on my web shop. So I, I'm already in, in talks, actually. This, this is one that fell over from last year because I just didn't do it. I'm already in talks with another site to do it. I've got that up and running. Go me and my January impetus. The other thing is do some author in real life events. So I was, again, going to do this last year, but um, events took over. But I have my first author event IRL in February, and that is going to be on February 22nd at The Hive in Worcester. It's an evening centred around LGBT sort of literature and history because it's LGBT History Month uh, in February in the UK. So uh, I'm going to be the special guest and I'm going to be being interviewed by a lecturer from Worcester University's creative writing course. So I think that they, there's about 45 minutes an hour um, for me and then about an hour for other stuff. So it's going to be a really interesting evening. Um, so if, you, if you're if you in or around Worcester, do come along to the Hive on February 22nd. And I'm also planning to go to the South Coast Lesvic Hangout in May, which is in Crawley, I think. So if, you, if you're around Crawley, I'm not exactly sure when that is, but it's in May normally. Do come along to that as well. Now, when you said Worcester, I got all excited because there is a Worcester in Massachusetts. And I was like, oh, I should pop over and say hi to Claire. <laughs> Yeah, no, not that one. Yeah, then I remembered that uh, we live in different countries. Yeah. Even though we, we can see each other right now, we're in mm, different countries. So yeah. sadness, I can't pop into your event and say hello and we could go for a pint. Is that is that your business? Oh, no, is actually, no, it's not. I just stopped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, my other thing is go to more conferences and um, step up my uh, networking networking TB because uh, I, I really did fall off the that sort of bandwagon last year. It was a, a bit of a... Yeah, a bit of a year. So I'm going to go to the London Book Fair again this year because I didn't go last year because of COVID and because I was going to Jamaica and I didn't want to get COVID because everybody I know who went to the London Book Fair last year got COVID. Um, so I'm also going to go to the self-publishing show live in June, which I didn't go to last year because it didn't um, tally up with when I was available. And I'm also scheduling meetups with uh, with local writers a little more. So yeah, I, I, I think last year, just took its toll so I'm, I just want to get out and uh, go and meet people again this year and because we can because it's I, I know Covid's not gone but it's um we can go and do a look more this year. The other thing I'll be looking into is uh, doing some backlist sales so boosting backlist sales and I'm going to read six new business books one every other month. What's the first one on the docket? Don't know. All right we're really going to lose <laughs> <laughs> both of us. <laughs> 
haven't identified them yet. Actually, that's the thing. If anyone knows any good business books <laughs> that I should read, <laughs> let me know. Now, when you say business books, do you mean like business business or do you mean like author business or is it just wide open? Yeah, no, I, I suppose anything that can improve my business. So they could be, you know, on more on the self-helpy side or they could be uh, business books or they could be author business, you know. I have a suggestion. Go on then. Can it be that Dr. Seuss, uh, the places you'll go, is now what everyone gets like when they graduate from college and high school? That seems like a good business book to start the year off with. <laughs> oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> Again, is this an American thing? <laughs> do you not know Dr. Seuss? I do know Dr. Seuss, but, you know, vaguely. Righty, I'm going to... Now we're... Now am I... Are you done with the business I am. networking? That is, that is done. Okay, so... So people, please pop in and comment and let us know what business books Claire should read and then and then give book reports so all of us can learn. Yes. How's that? All right. She can teach us how to be businessy yeah. besides Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> all right. So um, I have three more bullet points on my list. What The first is I Heart Sapphic. The second is business. And the third is networking. And they're all tied together. So I'm going to start with I Heart Sapphic. As I mentioned earlier, we've expanded the reading challenge this year to two categories. So that means there's a hundred categories this year. So a lot more books. Um, right now on the schedule, there are 2,000 books and we have room on the schedule for another 500. So we will be adding to it throughout the year. Um, we've also expanded the options with the reading challenge. Um, last year, it was our first go. and We were first, you know, just dipping our toes in the water to test it. And we wanted to give authors more ways to get involved. So there'll be weekly giveaways, there'll be author trivia questions in the IHS uh, Facebook group. So we're hoping this is a fun year-long challenge. Um, we're increasing certain features on IHS to help authors promote books, new books and backlist books. So if you um, are looking to promote a backlist book, okay. uh, please let us know. Keep an eye out on our space. We will be making some announcements soon. Okay, well that fits in with one of my goals, TB. Amazing. There you go. So yeah, we have, you know, certain certain things in the works that we're going to try to expand to allow authors to connect more with readers. Um, saying that our goal this year for the website is to get 1 million views. Last year we had over 615,000. So it's not that far off, but it would be great. I, I would love it if we could double that uh, 615 number for the year. So we have grand ambitions on the website. We're also... Um, we're on the second phase of the investment in the website. Uh, last year, we did the first phase where we just redid the website <laughs> and we built the, um, the book finder. Now, this year is we're going to be adding features to make it easier for readers to find books. So we're on the second iteration of the investment and hopefully it will become bigger and better as the year goes on. So keep an eye on that space. As for the business front, this is the part I really don't want to talk about, but apparently I have to. Well, I don't have to talk about it here, but I will. But it's something I have to do in life. But um, with IHS, the way it's expanding, we now allow for paid advertising and such like that. I can't put it off anymore. So this year, um, I'm going to be getting into the weeds of business accounts, accounting software, and a probably a zillion other aspects I haven't taken into account, but after I speak with a lawyer and an accountant, I'll have a to-do list that's a mile long, and let me tell you, I'm really, really looking forward to it so much. I'm looking forward to this new 
venture in life, business accounts, lawyers, accountants. Excited. Can you tell I'm excited? I can. I I can see your face. You know, the listeners can't, but I can. And the joy radiating from your face is great. Can you not just get an accountant to do your business accounts? That's what I do. Well, there's some other stuff I need to take care of. Um, Like, it's one of the to-do lists that we mentioned last year where I need to, with the business and everything, I need to get a will in place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to do that as well. Damn it. (laughs) Transfers. Mm. Yeah. So it's like it's all kind of tied together. So to make sure all this stuff goes to the right people, because I do co-writes with people, and then um, we co-own the website. So like if something does happen to me, like everything, not everyone's fucked. <laughs> so yeah, so that I, I I don't think accountants can do that. I think a lawyer has to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I get to do a will this year because you know I am getting close to that um, half century mark. So I am starting to think. I don't know. Finally, maybe a grown up. You know, it's never too late. So on the networking front, I also have networking on my my goals this year. This March, I will be at a GCLS event in New Jersey. And then this summer, I will be at the GCLS event in Denver. So I have two GCLS events, in-person events I plan to go to. More than likely, unless things go bad with COVID and everything, uh, more than likely I'll be in P-Town this fall for Women's Week. And then I have my ear to the ground to see if there are other events, uh, mostly local. I don't want to travel too much for, I mean, that was, that's one, two, that's three conferences for work. Um, so if there are some local events, I would be happy to go. Um, if you guys know of any, let us know. Uh, also, I will be continuing with the Zoom writing sprints that we started in November of, uh, with Nano. It's kind of fun to have uh writing friends to check in with each day and then to do the work and everything and have chats and you know social contact it's kind of important and then uh you already covered the continuation of the podcast so you took away one of my bullet points so good job i don't have to say it no no worries mate no worries as the aussies would say so very good and a, and a nice busy year coming up and yes I should say as well if you are going to the London Book Fair or self-publishing show live in London let me know and let's meet for coffee uh, you know always good to say hi and network with people um, and I was just thinking you know um, I must look up when where when P-Town Women's Week is because I am coming to Canada for a wedding in October and I wonder if they might coincide it's October-ish. I don't know if it's the same week each time. They seem to publish the schedule very late on. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you can contact the organizers because obviously it's it's a women's week, so it's not just uh, uh, author uh, central. Mm, mm. So it's a different organization because um, I know like Bold Strokes always does events and stuff. So um, I don't know the exact dates. I don't know. I haven't looked at it yet, but um, that would be good. Mm. There. Um, well, you've been to P-Town. You like P-Town. I've been to P-Town. It was awesome. Yeah. So I've got one more, uh, one more category. My personal goals. So um, these are, these are my fun goals. Yay. So they are to make one new recipe a month, um, bake some cinnamon rolls. I, I failed last year, but this year it's going to happen. Wait, 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 wait. You were supposed to do it for the holidays. (laughs) I know, but I just had too many other sweet treats in the house and I didn't want to make any more. So I want to make them when I really want them and I haven't got anything else to eat. Filled with sadness (laughs) that you did not do it. 
but I, I make one new recipe a month I did get a new cookbook for Christmas um, so I am fired up to do that I did do this a few years ago and it was really good because you know you just get stuck in what you eat uh, so it's nice to do it every now and again my other one is to read 50 books now I'm on track so far I've read two so far this year I actually think I'll read more this year but famous last words but because last year I read 45 books which was I think pretty damn good considering the year I had so if I don't have any issues this year <laughs> um, you know because I because I just forgot all about the reading challenge for months whereas this year I'm well up for it and it does inspire me to read so that's good my next one is to go and see more women's football especially Spurs and Charlton so uh, those are games that I want to go to and even I might be tempted to go to the bigger teams as well and yes I am saying that Arsenal and Chelsea are bigger women's football teams than Spurs and Charlton they just are um, so but you know I went to see uh, Arsenal with my sister at the Emirates uh, in December and I just do like going to see women's football full stop I'm gonna plan some more weekends walking weekends as well to places I haven't been before so um, that's it. That's my lot. You got anything else? I apparently didn't um, didn't write down personal goals. I think that shows what I expect my year to be like. But um, <laughs> I'm just gonna think on the fly right now. Okay. Um, yes, reading is one of my big goals. Um, and since you have a goal, are you gonna take part in the IHS reading challenge? No, I can only keep up with one thing. And Goodreads. I, I quite liked that. I quite like not going to tick off categories. No, no, sorry, not my thing. Uh, really. Sadness. That's yeah. a good way to market. It, if you say what book you're reading for it, it just it, saying. Because <laughs> moving on. Yeah, no, I can only do one challenge. Sorry, can't multitask. Um. So yeah. So I'm going to read more. I plan on going on more hikes. I do plan on taking some weekends off. <laughs> plan to take at least right now I know this is gonna sound sad two weekends off a month I'm really really pushing it this year I'm well, gonna try I would say that's yeah. probably better than you did last year so I'm all for this small goals small changes well, last year was so busy with the pride collection and the new mm. website and everything it just like snowballed to the point where like it was just really busy I'm hoping this year isn't like that I mean don't get me wrong I really like my job I really like writing I really like running I IHS. I really like what I do. I'm very fortunate, but it does get overwhelming, even if you really like it, because you do need more downtime. So I guess my goal is downtime. Good. I'm just gonna say downtime. All right. That's I'm not gonna put in set goals because I fail at them, but downtime. Downtime is a good goal. So do let us know any business books that you want me to read, um, and do let us know what are your goals for 2023. We'd love you to comment. Do comment on the website at lesbianswhowrite.com. Email us lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us at lesbianswhowrite, and Instagram me at clairefic. Do we have a Facebook account? No, we don't, do we? I was, <laughs> I haven't got it written down. I was just like, I can do this from memory. What? what who am i haven't done it for a month you see that's why anyway get in contact with us we would love 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 to hear from you do join us next time round when we will have a smashing topic we don't know what it is yet though do join us next time until then have a lovely uh, week or so and keep writing stay safe bye everybody Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. 
head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time. Thank you.